This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. John Moore is here for Your Spirit FM, joined by a special guest we met probably some 10 years ago, author, motivational speaker, hails, I believe, still out in Hawaii, Bear Wozniak. Aloha, John. Bear's going to be the keynote speaker at the Suncoast Catholic Ministries Annual Men's Conference. This year's conference is taking place February 10th, Higgins Hall in Tampa, right there at St. Lawrence Catholic Church. You can get your tickets online by going to suncoastcatholicministries.com. Get yours today, suncoastcatholicministries.com. As always, bring your teenage son. He gets in for free. All the details going to suncoastcatholicministries.com, and we will have links on the Spirit FM website as well. Bear, always good to talk to you. You and, and Jamie Derzapolsky, back in the day, he interviewed me for my first book, and he said, why don't you do a little five-minute segment for us? And eventually I began to do my own little radio show, and, and then uh, we did the Long Ride Home TV series, and Jamie came out and was one of our videographers for the TV series. And going back to the day with you, I remember having conversations. And I just, Spirit FM is such a unique, there's no one, nothing else like it in the Catholic you know, uh, broadcasting arena. You guys are definitely broke the mold when they made you. You guys so much encouraged me that I could do that. I could do this. So God uh, breaks the mold when He makes all of us, and He certainly did when He made you, man. When I first met Bear Wozniak, I would describe Bear as a laid-back, burly surfer motorcycle dude with a passion for life, a passion for Jesus, and wanting to share Jesus with other people. Bear, how would you describe yourself, or how would your wife describe you? Well, I'll read to you the uh, inscription she put on my wedding ring. She said, you're the most wonderful man I've ever met. I'm the luckiest woman to be alive. How could I ever be so great, so fortunate and lucky to have met you and to fall in love with you and to live this life of adventure? That's what it says in there. How big is that ring? I would say, say, you know, she affirms me as a man. She has a real respect for me, for who I am and for what I do. She fills my life with peace and with grace, certain righteousness and right living. So I would say she she would say I'm the man who she can trust that she knows I'm always going to be there for her no matter what, and that we have a very full life of adventure together. Because when you abandon yourself to God's will, you know, it's a wild ride. Absolutely. Are you still out in Hawaii? Yeah, right now I'm looking out. I'm talking to you, but out out here there's perfect head-high surf breaking here in Waikiki around on the North Shore. It's breaking 25 feet. I'm not as familiar with the islands out there. You're certainly, you're not on Maui. How are things recovering out there, and how's the church and so forth with well, the fires? Thanks and stuff? for asking. You know, my, my dad was a Catholic deacon at that church. Oh, wow. Uh, Maria Lanaquila Church, Mary Our Lady of Victory Church. And for those who don't know, when Lahaina was just swept over by that wildfire, the big banyan tree, which covers a whole square block, survived. And the Catholic Church survived, not the church school, but the church itself, and they were able to hold Mass there a few days later. But it's about the only two things that survived in that town. I think of also the banyan tree is, is, is kind of like the Catholic Church, because when, when the banyan tree grows up, it grows up and then out, and, uh, and then from its branches, vines come down, and then those vines become roots, and those roots become trunks. And so one tree has, may have 20 or 30 trees big, massive trunks, and it'll be as big as the as the park. And I think that's where the Catholic Church is. It's just this beautiful, ancient tree that provides, 
you know, place for the minor birds to sing. And, of course, minor birds can talk, too. They can mime words. And uh, they like to chorus in the morning, of course, in the evening. And that's the way we should be in Christ, right? Singing Amen. praises. That's and right. The church just spreads out and spreads out, and the roots go deep. So, But, yeah, the, the, the people there are still suffering greatly. We're very concerned about people coming in and trying to buy land. There's people holding seminars now about how to buy land, and uh, we need houses to be restored just the way they were. And Lahaina is a very sacred, very special town. We're talking with Bear Wozniak. He's an author, motivational speaker, written books like uh, 12 Rules of Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone?, also, A Surfer's Guide to the Soul and Deep Adventure, The Way of Heroic Virtue. I know you've been on TV shows and, and podcasts and so forth, but I want to go back to something you just said a moment ago. Your dad was a deacon at that church. How did your dad impact and shape Bear Wozniak for today? That's a good point. You know, my dad was kind of like two people. When I was younger, he was very driven. Uh, he came from a coal mining town in Wilton, North Dakota, and so he pursued his profession. Uh, he was a he was a great basketball coach, and then he became a got his master's degree, became an assistant superintendent of schools. And I just frankly, I hardly had any time with him. But when I was about 19, we had moved from California, we were in the Santa Cruz area to Waco, Texas. We discovered the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. And uh, I had a really incredible, powerful conversion experience of just being infused with God's love and his gifts. And my dad was very curious about that when I came home that night. And uh, he said, well, maybe I want to experience this too. And so I was there when he, when we prayed with him, he released, gave his life to the Lord and reset his baptismal vows and he had that incredible infusion. And from that day, I saw the metamorphosis, the, the transformation in his life as he fell in love more and more with Jesus and especially with God's Word. And uh, he was a very powerful man. Uh, he kind of, when he walked in a room being six foot four, he was a force, you know. He became a public speaker by profession, but then when he became a deacon, he uh, became a great homilist. But during that time, uh, I was down in Texas, I was around a lot of Protestants. I was not grounded in the Catholic faith. In fact, I, I tried to be, but I just couldn't, I didn't find, my, didn't find my way, and there was no Catholic catechism at the time. So I went into the non-denominational uh, area, and for 15 years or so, 20 years, I was really not part of the church. But my mother and my father continued. He became a Catholic deacon, and then he sent me to the Liturgy of the Hour, and I began to pray the liturgy. But then he sent me Crossing the Tiber by Stephen Ray, and Stephen Ray's now a good friend of mine. And when I began to read the writings of the early church fathers, then I just began to buy all the volumes of the early church fathers. And when I discovered that the primitive church was a Catholic church, I just came roaring back. And I had been desiring something deeper, theologically, intellectually, spiritually, and uh, I, I'm just so glad to be back. And, and I'm dangerous now. They say there's nothing more dangerous than a revert, you know, so... <laughs> So you're coming to the Diocese of St. Petersburg, specifically the Suncoast Catholic Ministries Men's Conference, February 10th at Higgins Hall in Tampa. When someone goes to hear a talk from Bear Wozniak, what are we going to experience? Well, first of all, I'm a Father Larry Richards wannabe, probably. He invited me to come and speak to his parish up in Erie, you know. But I remember walking into that men's conference I had flown all the way from Hawaii to attend. I'd never heard of such a thing. I was just returning to the faith. 
And I thought, what? There's a men's conference. I'm going. So I flew from Hawaii. But I had met Jamie Turzpolsky by then. As I walked in, they greeted Jamie. Hey, Jamie, come on over here. You can get coffee over here. And he looked at me and said, oh, there's, you can go to confession over there. <laughs> I didn't know exactly how to say <laughs> that. But I uh, heard Father Larry Richards preach. And so uh, I just knew the leading of the Lord, which is basically primarily to, to, to evangelize men. And so when I come, I'm going to talk about the 12 rules for manliness, where have all the cowboys gone? And it's about grit and it's about grace. This is about a man seeking the true good for others in his life, seeking and pursuing God, and doing so through self-donation. I know that you have, you know, the 12 rules. Can you share one rule without giving away the whole book, of course, just one? Oh, my gosh. Well, one of them is every man needs to have a creed, a code you can live by. I I quote Louis L'Amour. He's the great Western novelist. I reached out to his wife and she gave me permission. I have 105 of his leather-bound books. I love his books. And that's a quote of Louis L'Amour that John Wayne uh, had in one of the great Western movies. A lot of those movies were based on Louis L'Amour Westerns. A man's got to have a creed, a code he can live by. So a creed, for me, uh, is like a one- or two-word mission statement for a man. My personal creed is the most radical quest a man can pursue in life is to abandon himself to the wild adventure of God's will. That's the way God wired me. That's my personal telos. That's, if I'm living like that, I'm fulfilling the kind of unique way God has called me to. So every man and woman needs to define that for themselves, but purpose to decide who you are. And then you need to have a code. I'm on a Benedictine oblate. You know, I have the rules of St. Benedict that I seek to live out in my, in my station in life. And so I have these 12 rules for manliness. That's kind of the way I've defined some of the rules I live by. One of them, for example, is riding for the brand. You know, do, do people know, you know how cowboys, they would ride for the, when they rode for the brand and they were loyal. Once they said yes to a man and agreed to take his money, they rode for him and they were loyal to him. And, you know, if, if they weren't loyal, if they, if they quit in the middle of a roundup or in the middle of the winter or something, it could mean a real hardship for everyone and maybe even death of cattle and, and, and of, of the other men that are working there. So as a Christian, do people know that you love Jesus? Does Satan know that you love Jesus? You know, the, one of the unusual quotes in Scripture is, I believe, I see if I can say it right, when someone was trying to cast out a demon in the name of Jesus, the demon cried out, well, Jesus I know, and I think he said, Paul I know, or maybe it was Peter. It was Paul I know, but you, I don't know who you are. Uh, are you a man of your word? Another one is, are you dangerous? You know, the most dangerous prayer a man can pray, Jesus taught it to his disciples. He said, they said, teach us how to pray. He said, okay, I'll teach you how to pray. Up there on the North Shore of Sea of Galilee, there's a cave he used to like to pray in, they say. And he said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then he said some very dangerous words. They got him crucified, really. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So Jesus came as an invader into the Prince of Darkness's realm, and he came as a king, and his prayer is, Thy, where, wherever God's will is being done, there's the kingdom. Mm. And so he taught his, type, his disciples to pray a prayer of an invading army. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's a dangerous thing for, to live like that to cost you your life, but it also makes you a very dangerous person. You know, a man needs to be dangerous at, at three levels. Spiritually, are you aware that you're in the middle of a battle, a spiritual battle? Can you do spiritual battle? Do you know how to pray the rosary? Do you know how to 
bless your home with holy water? Can you smell a rat when, when there's a demon present? And we need to be able to be dangerous morally. Are you willing to make a stand? You know, the other day I was golfing with my son and two of his really good quality friends, and a fifth person wanted to join us, so we said, sure, come along. And through the, through the first few holes, he started to say things about women that was disrespectful, and I was waiting for the moment, and then he said he used Jesus Christ's name as a cuss word, and I just paused, and with a smile, I pointed my golf club at him, and I just said, the only name by which men can be saved. Uh, do, 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 you, do you cower, or are you a cowboy? Do you, do you let people know that you love Jesus? So, uh, and then, of course, the, the next element of being a dangerous man is, are you ready to fight to the death to protect your family? Are you willing to do to protect yourself, first of all, because if you've taken down your family, I mean, people think Jesus was a pacifist. When he said, if a man strikes you on the cheek, turn to him the other, that's kind of a slap on the face, physical sometimes, and sometimes just an insult, but it was meant to be an insult. Like in England, when they would slap the guy in the face and challenge him to a duel, you know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't a brutal facial strike, it was uh, an insult. And so, yeah, when it comes to that, you know, if you're in a bar and someone insults you, who cares, right? Just because they're having a bad day doesn't mean you need to. But Jesus said to his disciples when he was about to send them out, hey, if you don't have a sword, go buy one. We're talking with Bear Wozniak, who's going to be the keynote speaker at the Suncoast Catholic Ministries Men's Conference right here in Tampa, February 10th. Mark your calendars, circle it, uh, make it a point in your phone to be there February 10th, Higgins Hall, Tampa, Tickets on sale right now, SuncoastCatholicMinistries.com. In today's world, guys get involved with business, there's politics, things get in their way, and we sometimes miss our creed because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And that affects our decision-making both in the office, at family, at church, uh, or, or even, you know, how, when I make this decision, how am I going to be perceived? We got to let all that go, don't we? Yeah, I know. Jesus said, "Let your yes be yes and your no be no." So there's definitely a no involved. And one of the things Cindy and I pray every morning is, "Lord, open doors and close doors. Help us to know what to say no to." You know, it's a very, very important. You need to say no more than you probably need to say yes. You know, because yeah. there's so much that 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 you can do. So, but that comes by starting out in prayer, meditating on God's word having times of personal conversation. I go out almost every day for at least 45 minutes to an hour, and, and I just swim and just really I'm almost like, I'm more like treading water or doing a breaststroke, so my head is normally above the water. And it's my time of listening. I'll pray to the Lord. I'll say, the monks of the desert, you know, I learned as a Benedictine, Jesus, Lord Jesus, Son of the living God, have mercy. I'm a you know, sinner. I'll pray that prayer and sometimes shorten it down to just the name of Jesus. And then while I'm doing that, I began to hear, I, I began to have my heart melt, and I began to hear the Lord's voice, or a sense of God's love for me, and, and, and a sense of His mission for me. And when you do that, then it's easy to follow God's will, because He gives you, it's not about just grit, it's about grit and grace, right? God gives you the grace to do His will. And but first, you got to hear His voice, and you don't, He doesn't just shout at you, usually He will, but it usually is that still small voice. Yep. And to hear that voice, you have to get quiet. You have to listen. So out in the water, no one's going to distract me, you know. And it, the waves kind of play with me, and I'm kind of an ADHD guy, so it's hard for me to sit still. <laughs> the ocean kind of kind of gives me the the motion of the ocean, and and uh, 
and I love that time just with me and just the Lord. And yeah, you got to have time with the Lord. Then you can say yes to what you want to say yes to and no to what you need to say no to. You asked the question at the title of your book, where have all the Cowboys gone? Where have they gone? Yeah, well, they're still around. John, you're there. The men that go to this, this, this event, this men's conference uh, in St. Petersburg, uh, there's a lot of them around, man. The essence of a cowboy is someone who really knows what he, what he stands for. He lives by a code. People know they can trust on him, and they're still cowboys. But when Cindy and I show up, like we're going to be going, to, going around up in Montana to a radio gala, whenever I speak in a mixed group, I'll, we'll be surrounded before we can get out of the car, and we'll be surrounded by women, uh, even when we go to colleges, and they'll say, please tell the men we need for them to be men again. We need them to be men. And they're not talking about the macho stuff. They're talking about courageous men who will step between danger and the vulnerable, who will seek the true good for everyone, and who will lay down their life in, in service. Deepadventure.com is the, is the link that takes you to our ministry. And there we have the Bears Man Cave and the School of Manliness. Yeah, what, tell me about the school. Tell, tell our listeners about the School of Manliness. Oh, well, that's so cool. So our man cave is like... Uh, so I'm on Facebook community. We have Zoom meetups once a month. And then there's this two-and-a-half-year curriculum of the School of Manliness. It's basically based on, you know, the, in the time of uh, Elijah the, and Obadiah had the School of the Prophets. It was a place for the prophets to gather and to, and to grow in the Lord. And, and, and I think of David's men, the Cave of Adullam, you know, where, uh, where they said when David was on the run from King Saul, Men gathered to him, misfits, they called them, men that owed money or men that were running from the law, or I like to say running from their mother-in-laws. They all got in that cave, and they formed each other, and they were formed by God, and they became the, became the mighty men of valor. So the purpose is for men to come to that site. Uh, we join together. They grow in the Lord. But then they also can get login credentials for their, their sons. So they can lead them through the school. They're not, they don't have logging credentials that get them into the man cave where we talk story and stuff, but into the curriculum, and they can track them, and there's videos, and there's audio, and there's written content, and self-assessment. So I don't know of anything else like it. Maybe there is, but I don't know of anything else like that. Mm-hmm. And then we have a little, a little uh, entree there, too, for the women, for, the, for our mama bears, uh, that gives them access to, um, to one year of teaching, too. But, you know, i, I got to say, our TV show, Long Ride Home, the motorcycle show, you can find out about it there, too. It's the, the, le- the fourth season, 11 new episodes, all filmed in Hawaii, are showing on EWTN now. And actually, it's showing up on Prime Video now, too, so people can power watch it. Or if you go to become a member of the Man Cave of the Mama Bears, you get access to all 33 episodes. Who's your favorite cowboy? I mean, oh like like gosh. TV, you mentioned John Wayne, Louis L'Amour, I, I some of those characters. I go to John Wayne mostly. And Clint Eastwood, any any of the ones that are based on Louis Lamore, Louis Lamore, I love. So, my wife is a cowgirl. We, we, we love watching all of them. Sure. What about you? Uh, my favorite is Lonesome Dove. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, with Robert Duvall and, uh, and Tommy Lee Jones. Came out in the late 80s. And yeah. those guys live by a code. I talk about that, that movie in the book, in my book. Remember when one of them asked, one of the two guys asked, I forget who asked who, uh, when I die, bring take my, my body back to Texas, which meant a six-month journey, and so his friend did that. He kept his word. It's a great example of come hell or high water. If you give your word, keep your word, you know? Right. So, yeah, Lonesome Dove is, is, is yeah, we love that. We love that one, too. We've, we've watched it a couple of times, sure. my wife and I. 
have you lived your life to the fullest? I try to live my life in a way that gives God pleasure, that he delights in. And I believe because of the way he made me, I've, I've been introduced by people saying, this is Bear Wozniak. He's the guy that really follows his passions. And I say, no, no, I'm not. I don't want to be that man. I don't want to be a man that's driven by passion. I want to be a man that's led by the Holy Spirit. You know, I've run with the bulls of Pamplona, I've bicycled across the United States, paddled my surfboard across the treacherous Molokai Channel. I'm a ninja black belt. I mean, private pilot, certified sailor, scuba diver. But the greatest adventure, though, John, is being married and being a father, right? That's where a man really finds fulfillment is and living a full life, which is fulfillment, is laying his life down to the Lord and doing good for your, those God's called you to serve. When God gave Adam the job of tending the garden, in Hawaii we call that kuleana. It's, it's more than responsibility. It's more than ownership. It's almost like your identity. And so to be of service, to love God, and to love others for God's sake is the beginning of the fulfillment of desire. So all these adventures is just because God wired me that way, and it, it, makes it, it expands my vision, it expands my horizon so that I can really move into the, the real things that God wants me to move in. Other than standing and giving praise to God at the end of your life, what's left on your bucket list? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll tell you what. We're, uh, well, we, you know, we've wrapped up uh, filming A Long Ride Home, so now Cindy and I, are, after we go to Montana and then to the Dakotas, we're going to go to EWTN. And then we're uh, jumping on a plane, and we've got something new God's doing. There's a verse that says, those who are led by the Spirit of God are like the wind. And we have a 48-foot Beneteau sailboat waiting for us in the Virgin Islands. We call her the Spirit of Adventure. And we're going to be sailing for two and a half months. And while we're there, we'll be filming. We're not sure yet what God's up to, because the first thing we're going to do is take a real deep breath and say, okay, God, you got us here. Now, what do you want? And I think we'll be doing short, inspirational thoughts that we'll do on YouTube. And maybe at some point we'll make that into a, a short TV series or something. We don't know. But we also will, it has four bedrooms, four bathrooms and showers. So we also see inviting guests to come. Maybe men with their sons or a couple of couples, a few couples that want to come. And maybe we, they, you know, it wouldn't be like a marriage retreat. We're not qualified to do that. But right. just come and you do their own retreat. and. Maybe we drop them, off, drop them off on an island and come back and get them in a couple of hours, give them time to just be together. So, yeah, it's going to be a, 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 it's a, it's something that I've held in my heart forever. And when we were about to film Long Ride Home, it was either going to be sailing or long or motorcycles. And motorcycles became the route. And one of the biggest reasons is because back in those days, if you're going to film, you didn't have drones, so you had to have more than one boat to get different shot angles. Right. So now we have the drone, the little mini drone, and we have these really great cameras. So, yeah, we know the Lord's up to something really special. Riding is so hard, you get, you, your time can become so fractured. And on the boat in the early morning hours, you know, sitting up on the, on the deck and riding and having prayer time and, and then doing short videos. So for us, mixing ministry with, with adventure is, 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 is the way God wired us, so... And we're going to have Cindy be a little bit more part of everything now. She's not the type to get in and start talking story, but she's so delightful, and the the joy of the Lord always shows on her. So we're waiting to see, though. The first thing we're going to do is go there and just say, okay, Lord, we're listening. 
gentlemen, if you want to have some time with the Lord and some time with Bear Wozniak and a, a thousand other men, I'm inviting you to the Suncoast Catholic Ministries Men's Conference, February 10th, Higgins Hall, St. Lawrence Catholic Church in Tampa. Bear Wozniak will be there along with uh, other guests, and uh, we'd love to see you there. Bear, I, I'm looking forward to seeing you on the 10th to hear more about how that Caribbean sailing goes yeah. for you and uh, what God spoke to your heart. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, and I, know, I know when I show up, the first you're gonna, thing you're going to say, like, they, like the priest said when I first got there last time, said, uh, confessional's over there. But I want to <laughs> say one more thing. Just sure. Before we go, John. Yes. When I got there, the Lord had given me this, this sense about the radio show, and I, the Bear Wozniak adventure. All I had was a, a little spot on Jamie's show, and then I had a half-hour show here. But I, I was reading a book on the airplane, uh, about by a Christian man, and he, he was talking about how it, it, he was in, he was from Japan, and how they would used to capture this bird, and they would let it fly, and they were taking this mountain. It's kind of a rite of passage. I forget the exact meaning, but he was saying you have to hear hear the Lord's voice, and you got to let that vision fly. You got to let it soar. And so this the same priest who told me to go to confession. I don't remember who he was. He said, so tell me what's up. And I told him about my vision to, uh, to do a radio show. And, and his words were, you got to let that bird fly. <laughs> so it was really the launching of something special. And I'm getting kind of choked up, but I'm really looking forward to being with the men again and, and being with you and, and uh, being at the event. One more time, a quick reminder, Bear Wozniak will be speaking at the Suncoast Catholic Ministries Men's Conference. That's February 10th. Higgins Hall in Tampa. Day starts about 8 o'clock with Mass, goes on to about 3 o'clock. Join us, Great Witness Talks, Mass. Uh, We'll have a vendor room, all kinds of things going on, confessions. Love to see you there. Tickets on sale right now, suncoastcatholicministries.com. Bear Wozniak, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great. Blessings and great vibes back to you, man. Can I go surf now? There's... There's overhead search. <laughs> we'll let you go. Bear Wozdick, author, motivational speaker, has been our guest today, and that's how we see it. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it. <laughs>